Hello everyone and welcome back to Divine Links Ministries. I am Lee Massey. And I am DA. And today we're going to be talking about um, the, power, the power of words. Now this is something elementary because as Christians we all know that there's power in our words. The only difference is... Uh, we know it, but yeah, we still allow our words to... Um, our words to really affect people and um, we do still use our words as weapons. And uh, I, I can say it on my behalf because I know that uh, someone says something to irritate me. I find myself saying something back. And before I know it, I've said something that it was not um, approved by God. And what I mean is it wasn't right. It wasn't uh, edifying. It wasn't uplifting. And then it becomes, uh, you know, uh, almost like I'm using it as a weapon. Yeah, and I think that's the key thing is that we have to, and we all know this. And like I said, we've heard this over and over, how the power of our words, the word that God spoke, it created light. You know, God said, and it was, and God said, we have to, we can do the same thing. But yet we find ourselves just using our words carelessly. And if you look at that one, um, uh, what was it? That one we were talking about, the one uh, childhood song. Well, it's not a song, but it says... Uh... Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. And that's about the biggest lie ever because um, sticks and stones, if, if I have broken bones, I can heal from broken bones. So I've had a broken foot, broken finger, and a uh, thumb, whatever, and I and healed from both of them. Uh, so, and when I think about them, I don't even notice them anymore. I don't even notice my, that my finger was broken. Um, I don't notice my foot, as, except when I put on the sandal, maybe I'll see the scar and I'll go, oh yeah. But it doesn't bother me or affect me in any way. My foot is fine. So that I healed from. But when it comes to words... Yeah, it's totally different when it comes to words because words can wound you from... Uh, you remember uh, whenever you had something negative spoken to you when you were a child, you still remember that. You still remember it and it still affects you. It, it's so true. So true, because we were talking, me and my sisters were talking about some of the things in our past, and it still affects you today if you allow it to. And the key thing is daily, man, it's like a daily uh, thing of casting it down, letting it go, saying, God, help me to let it go, because in and of ourselves, we can't do it, but the Holy Spirit within us will teach us and help us. if we. He gives us step-by-steps on how to... Um, let things go, you know, let it go. And um, I just, I was talking to my niece the other, uh, like last week, um, she was telling me, she says, I still remember my grandfather. She's, I, I had just, my, her sister had, had, uh, she had learned something. She's a little younger than her sister, I think by two years. And she saw something in her, um, in her, um, sister's book that she said oh wow she wrote down all the states because she thought it was neat all the states and she said and she was just so proud she said so her she uh had memorized all the states or all the capitals I don't know something of that nature but um that part is irrelevant but she remembered something and she uh, was sitting on her grandfather's lap and she said grandpa look listen to me I know all the states and she said she began to rattle them off and she said he looks at her and instead of being like she thought he was going to say something like that's awesome he looked there and he said you are so stupid and she said for some reason something in her broke at that point from those words those simple words you are stupid and she said that it just so affected her she said all of a sudden she was so insecure that everything she said she would say she would think oh it probably sounds stupid and then she said she had such a problem dealing with um 
uh, with their personality, with um, confidence. And I think we don't realize, but words we speak could tear down and build up. And so, or build up. And so we're going to go over some of the uh, the words that, it's so many things in the Bible about, uh, talks about it. And um, so it says like, uh, we'll start off with, um, I don't know if we went over this already, but let's go over it again because we've done this a couple of times. But okay, so if you look in Proverbs 15, 4, it says, gentle words bring life, but a deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. And so a lot of times when we, when we speak gentle words, we bring life. But when, as we begin to um, uh, speak negatively, we can crush someone's spirit, not even realizing we're doing it. Yeah, uh, so many times. You think about teachers. I've had teachers that would... Uh... Uh, not like you and they would just say uh, my teacher would say a couple words uh, that would just just destroy you know that destroyed me I was in a, a class and I um, we were being the only black person in the uh, in the class it was talking about history and it had these uh, pictures of slaves and uh, they were like looking weird picking any uh, with little hair sticking up over their head and you know and I just always used to put my head down and she looked over at me and she said get your head up in fact stand up you know so she made it so um i had to stand up in the class and that whole time while they talked about that and everybody then when they would talk about anything about slaves everybody would look over glance over kind of peer over at me um and it really made it really broke me it really messed me up on that one and i didn't realize how much it affected me and who i am and my identity it really kind of messes up your um your identity until you realize your identity is in Christ. It's not in who you are. It's in who he is. Exactly. So yeah, it, you can have times like that when it really, um, that, um, that there's certain things people say, especially people that are older, you know, you, you look up to them and they can say something that just totally break you. And, um, so but also we look now we look in Proverbs twenty eighteen. it says telling lies about others is harmful as hitting them with an axe and wounding them with a sword or shooting them with a sharp arrow. And uh, when you hear that, you think, well, that, that's extreme. But the Bible doesn't exaggerate. If the Bible says that it really does that, then it really does that. Telling a lie. I mean, it can really wound somebody. How many, how many of us have been uh, lied about? And that hurts. It hurts a lot. And you're like, what? That's not true. I never said that or I never did that or, you know, and it really hurts because you try to get it corrected. And a lot of times it goes through, you have to go through a lot of channels to get it corrected and half the time it doesn't get corrected. Yeah, I remember way back in the day whenever they used to have the downs pillows, how one of the pastors said, he said, it's like taking one of those down pillows that had those little feathers in it and ripping it open and just uh, throwing it up in the wind. And just letting the the feathers go everywhere and then go back and try to grab each one of those feathers and try to get them back. So a lot of times these lies and stuff we say or things we just say we didn't know was wrong. And before we figured it out, it was wrong. Before we vetted it, before we actually made sure that it was truth, we spread it. Like someone says, oh, man, you know, she's divorcing her husband and uh, she cheated on him. And, and then before you know it, somebody's, you know, it's being repeated over and over again. And then it comes to find out, no, she's not leaving her husband. And he never he, he she didn't cheat on him. She just said that she made a statement, but she never did it. And so we find ourselves um, uh, in a 
position where now you have to go back and tell, you know, tell that person that that was a lie. And most people won't. A lot of people say, well, you know, I thought it was. Oh, well. So, you know, yeah. So, well, this person told me that. And that's why I told. It's like, no, but you're responsible for you. You're not responsible for the person. You're responsible for correcting what you said. You can't correct everybody else's, what everybody else has said. But you have to correct what you said. And that becomes a hard thing for most people because they're like, well, I don't want to look stupid. You know, it's like you just told a lie on someone. You have to correct that. And that's why it says, um, um. You know, you have to be uh, in the Bible. Where does it say where you have to be uh, quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to wrath? Uh, it's, oh, James 1.19. It says, wherefore, my brethren, let every man be swift to speak, to hear. Because we have two ears, like the um, one pastor said, we have two ears. So that means we have to listen twice, you know. Slow to speak. We have one mouth. So speaks and then slow to wrath. You know, don't get upset about something until you know what it is. It's true. And if it, even if you find out that it is true, then you have to learn how to respond in love and not in, in anger, you know? So that's uh, something we have to work on as well, that we have to learn to be, listen to what people say, listen all the way through. Don't listen halfway through and expect you think you got it. And before they can finish their statement, you're already blurting out something. Be uh, uh, quick to listen all the way through and let the person be able to speak. And then, you know, be careful on how you speak, what you say. Let let God, let God it be something God is telling you to say. Um, or, you know, that you don't just say things um, randomly and just without thinking about it. Think it through before you say it. And just think about what God is saying. Because uh, when we're quick to condemn others, we have to realize that God didn't do that to us. He didn't condemn us. We have to respond the way God responded to us. And that's in love. And uh, giving them enough rope to hang themselves. You don't hang, you know, you don't condemn people. God, that's God's job. We can't do God's job. You know, we have to do um, what God say do. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, um... A lot of times we have to ask God to help us to hate gossip like he does, you know, because God uh, really hates gossip. But we have to ask God to hate, to hate that we can uh, also learn to hate it like he hates it. Because God hates gossip and he doesn't, uh, he said that, you know, we're not supposed to gossip about each other, you know. Uh, we have to let, uh, we have to know how it feels and we got to let things go, uh, let it go quickly. Don't spread it. You know, we pray for them, you know, but, you know, we pray for them uh, with, uh, you know, with, with love. We go, we know, let me pray for that person. If he's going through that, I need to pray for him. I don't need to tell anybody else. Let me pray. Uh, you know, and we, it, it kind of been like, if someone come to me with gossip, I just say, hey, what, who, what's going on? All right, here, let's give me, let's, let's pray. Let's pray about that. Let's pray about that. You know, and then they stop bringing me gossip because I'm like, no, I'm not going to sit there and listen without praying for that person. And also, and then let you know, you know, that don't spread that any further, you know, pray for that person because God's going to hold you accountable for how many other people you tell after me, you know, I, I mean, I didn't want to hear it, but now that I've heard it, we're going to pray for him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that would that stops a lot of people whenever they say, "Oh gosh, if I go to him, he's gonna pray. If I go to her, she's gonna pray." I don't want to hear it. So yeah. So, and then also, if you look in Ephesians four twenty nine, it says, "Let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth, but such as is good for building up, building up, and 
and fit occasion that it may give grace to those who hear it. So when you're speaking, you're giving people grace um, when they hear it. But if they're hearing, oh, she's going to gossip, then you bring a reproach in the name of God because now you're you're a big gossip and you're bringing things and sharing things that you shouldn't be sharing. I, I remember I was in the Coast Garden and uh, well, this girl named Anita, she was amazing to me whenever we were in boot camp because she'd always go and she'd help everybody. She would help the guys because we had to all have everything uniform in line. The guys have to have everything pressed, you know, ironed and everything. Everything had to be like, you know, right. So she would help the, the guys. She would iron their clothes and do it. She was always helping people. I was like, this girl's amazing. She was so amazing. And um, and so I was like, I really looked up to her because she was a Christian. And she would talk about God. She would pray. and But she was just amazing at, at the fact that she not only prayed, she was always helping and doing and just being a blessing to everybody. You can know you could go to Anita for questions, for anything. She was just right there to help you. And so there was a new recruits that came in and they left. And then all of a sudden I heard her talking about one of them and it was nothing in me that was vicious. It broke my heart. I was like, Nita, I said, you don't talk about people. Don't, if you have a problem with her, just go to, to her and talk about her. Don't talk about her to them. And she looked so funny at me and I'm like, no, I was just, no, you don't do that. But I was saying it. And then somebody said, shut up, Massey. <laughs> uh, uh, one of the, she was funny. One of the girls said, shut up, Massey Maria. And I was like, um, no, I said, no, no, no. And she said, well, I, and then she looked really funny. And then she said, well, I will. And then she went and talked to them and, you know, she just kind of worked it out, but it was just so funny because I said it quickly, not realizing I was saying it because I was out of hurt because I thought that, you know, she all of a sudden really broke, made me feel like, oh man, there's another Christian. <laughs> but I have to realize that I probably do that so much. Yeah, a lot of times we don't realize that people are looking at us all the time, our lives all the time. And we can bring a reproach to God by the way we live our lives. And we, before you know it, we're saying one thing, but yet we're living another way. We're saying we love God, but yet we see uh, we they people see us uh, uh, backbiting, slander, gossip, and they see us and they're saying, "Man, these Christians are something else." It's because you're 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 saying one thing, but let you're, yet you're living another way, and uh, I I don't you know I don't like that you know, and uh, I think that we have to be so careful because we do bring reproach to the name of God, and God's going to hold us accountable for that as well if we. Uh, say one thing and we live another way and someone else we affect other people we don't realize how many people are watching us so i think we got to be careful at every turn on uh how we live our lives and our words which are very important what comes out of our mouth yeah and also in uh let me go to another one proverbs thirteen three. it says whoever guards his mouth preserves his life but he who opens his mouth wide comes to ruin yeah exactly and uh a lot of times we don't realize that open our mouth get to talking we're always gonna uh before we know it we're gonna say something stupid if we just always want to be talking always want to have to say something you know those are the people that you'll see it do a lot of sinning when you see them always talking always talking and they're gonna be doing a lot of sinning because they're gonna automatically have to say something and it's gonna before you know it, it's gonna be about somebody and some something they shouldn't be talking about yeah, and, and and in the Bible, uh, if you look at Second Corinthians, I think it's 10 and 5, it says we have to cast down every imagination, every high thought, and everything that come, you know goes against the knowledge of God. We bring our thoughts captive to obedience to God is what we're supposed to do. 
you realize your thought life is uh, where the enemy attacks you the most. Uh, before you know it, if he can, um, we, uh, when we, sometimes when we, uh, the enemy will say something about our lives, like, man, you guys, you are so stupid. And before you know it, you're repeating it. Uh, you know, man, I'm, I, I do some stupid things sometimes, man. I, I, um, I, uh, I can't do that. I can't do this. I can't. And we don't realize that just saying what you can't do, uh, you're, you're agreeing with the enemy because if God said you can do all things, you have to realize you can do all things through Christ who strengthened you. You can say, I can't do it, but Christ can. And so you automatically, uh, just annihilate what the enemy is saying. I can't do it, but God can. Through me, he can do all things. And so we got to remind ourselves before we open our mouth and say something negative, realize I'm agreeing with the enemy if I say it, a negative thing. I'm agreeing with God whenever I say what God said I can do. Yeah, because there are so many times that we think we can't do it in our own strength, but then we all, but we have to make sure that we say, I can do it through Christ who strengthens me. Because, um, when you when you meditate on words uh, negative words spoken over you even over you you're agreeing with the enemy the enemy uh, and allowing him to hijack your thoughts anytime you have these thoughts I mean sometimes people will say something negative before you know it the enemy will play that over and over and in your mind and before you know it you're like oh, I did something so stupid oh that was so stupid oh wow you know oh now they're I'm embarrassed oh now everybody's looking at me now everybody it's like we don't realize people don't have time to sit and look at you and spend all they have a life too. And they're going to go on about their life. They're not going to sit there and spend all their time thinking about you. It's not about you. It's not about us. It's about him. It's about God. And it's about God showing his life, his, um, his life and his power through us. And so we don't, like you say, we don't agree with the devil. We can't agree with him. We got to agree with what God said we are. And if it's negative, it's the devil. If it's accusatory, it's the devil, you know? And like they, like we always say, if it's, um, if it is, um, if it's um, condemning, it's from the devil because God, the devil is a condemner. He's an accuser of the brother. But if it's uplifting, if it's uh, if it's just sometimes God convicts us when we do wrong, but he doesn't condemn us, you know. So but if it's uh, if it's a uh, good, lovely, then we know it's of God, you know, and we can cast down all those thoughts and anything that exalts up against the knowledge of God. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it says, uh, if you look at James 1.19, it says, Wherefore, my brethren, let every man... Uh, oh, you already went over that one. Be slow to speak and uh, quick, quick, swift to listen, slow to speak and slow to rap. I think before you respond, you have to think your response through. And I really believe that a lot of times, like we were talking about, whenever you uh, get ready to respond or talk, make sure that you uh, think your response through. You know, you don't just blab out everything think about what you're saying before you say it because you have to one day give an account of every word you speak every word you speak and uh oh let me go to the other verses then it says uh, in, in psalm 64 3 it says who who vet who wet their tongue with the sword and bend their bows to shoot arrows even bitter words so you know people are ready to use that uh to destroy people their tongue they, you know, they take their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot arrows, even bitter words. So bitter words are, are like you're shooting arrows at people. Uh, so be careful, people, that you don't just say words, uh, mean words without thinking things through. Don't don't allow yourself to do it because you have to give an account of it one day before God. And it's in James 3, 6, it says a tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. 
so is so is the tongue amongst the members defiling all the body and setting on the fire the course of nature and itself being set on the fire of hell so it is no joke when you think about the fact that um your words can is setting on the fire of hell and um and you think about it um how many times have uh people brought back your words to you that you did you said 10 or 15 years ago I mean, somebody will say, yeah, remember you said this, that, and the other? You're like, I don't remember that. Yeah, you did. I remember it. And they remember it because it hurt them. And you didn't realize, you know, that that would be something that lingers on all the way uh, to judgment day if you don't get it right. So when someone brings back something and said they said something or you said something you don't remember, just say, I do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I even said that. I didn't, I didn't even know I did say that, but um, I'm sorry. I've said it. Just, just apologize, repent, and get back in right. You know, get right relationship with God. Say, God, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said that to you. We don't have to go back for. No, I didn't. Yes, I did. No, I did. If they said you did, even though you might not have, or or you can't remember, just just repent. Just say, you know, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I was wrong if I said that, and I do apologize for it. And that way, it kind of clears. Um, it helps them too. You know, because they don't. They they evidently it bothered them. And you have to keep your thought life, uh, keep your thought life in control. You know, in Philippians 4, 8, it says uh, we have to keep our thoughts on the control. You know, that uh, says whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely. If it's of good report, if it's virtuous and praise, think on these things. Anything else is the enemy's thoughts. And again, we have to cast those thoughts down. Amen. Amen. And also, you know. And so uh, we can just we're going to just go and over some ways that we can probably possibly help you, um, uh, you know, because um, I mean, these are thought these are the things that I have. And then Dio show tell you what he has. I really believe that um, uh, I was thinking and I, I said, well, how do we keep ourselves under our thought life under control? God help us. I, I get up in the morning. I just pray, ask the Holy Spirit to help me with my thoughts and also with um with my words, I'm sorry, more with my words than my thought life. More, how do I keep my words uh, uh, simple, short, and, and good? Because one day we have to stand before you and give an account of every word that we spoke that was not of you. We have to stand before him one day and give an account of our words, every thought, every word. So um, with that being in mind, you know, you think about, well, I need to be careful with my words because... Um, uh, words are important and when we're joking even joking be careful on your jokes that your jokes aren't uh, injury, injurious you know that you're not saying it to hurt you know in a sly way of hurting people so if you oh gosh you need to lose some weight you're fat or oh you you need to uh, not eat uh, put that chicken down or put that you know or you're just seeing things that, that really just aren't good and it's a, it's a joke but we don't know how the person is taken. And if it's negative, just don't say it. Just don't say it. Learn how to just ask God, God, give me the ability to keep my mouth shut when I should shut up and speak when I should speak. And that'll help a lot. Um, so I thought of, uh, so I was thinking and what came to mind was the word think, think. And it, um, so the acronyms would be T-H-I-N-K. So T, be thoughtful and and just be thoughtful uh, and um, and not, you know, not so quick to open your mouth and speak. Um, say what glorifies God 
And then H would be to ask the Holy Spirit to help. Holy Spirit, help. You know, every morning just say, God, help me to watch, uh, guide my words and guide my tone. You know, and I would be, let your words be inspiring and uh, just to build up people and not to tear them down. And uh, the N would be never use your words to uh, retaliate and never agree with the enemy. That would be the end. Never use words that retaliate and never agree with the enemy. And uh, then the K would be um, keep kind words. Use your words to be it be kind and not negative. Because remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. Amen. And, uh, well, mine is very similar. I just thought that uh, the best way would be um, ways to help is every morning you get up, like you said, and ask the Holy Spirit to help you. And uh, to know what God says about what your words are, you know. What does God think about my words? He doesn't condemn me, so I, I have no right to, to condemn anyone. I'm not going to condemn anyone. I'll pray for them, but I won't condemn them, you know. Because we, the way we condemn, we're going to be condemned. So we have to be careful with what our words, because uh, uh, that's just uh, very important. And also... Um, and are you like you were pretty much what you were saying? Are your words there? To, uh, are your words going to build up the person or tear them down? And then what? I, and then ask yourself what? What I'm getting ready to say is that going to glorify God? And it's going to bring life to that person. And then again, uh, as we had just talked about, we have to ask: Are my words agreeing with the enemy or agreeing with God? Amen. Yeah. So good. So that those are really good. Now we just want to challenge you today to uh, this week just to give some encouraging words to someone today and uh, (laughs) I'm sorry I have my dog here and he's playing with a toy okay give encouraging words today to someone uh, you don't know like I was in the store and I just said someone uh, something to someone and then she was like oh thank you so much and she really really appreciated she said that is so sweet you know uh, just simple words of encouragement simple ways to help somebody but as you help them just give them an encouraging word and also, we have to be able to hold our tongue when we want to speak something negative. Um, and the only way is to keep, uh, just say, Jesus, Jesus, help me, help me. <laughs> and that's what I do. I like getting ready somebody cut you off. And I just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for another day. Thank you, God, for your love. Thank you for life. I just begin to praise God on what uh, anything good. I just uh, kick it off of the negative and just start thanking God and asking Jesus, just, just Jesus help, <laughs> you know, like you said, help me, um, help me to, you know, just, uh, be like you, you know, so, uh, yeah, when you get ready to, like, uh, um, then your cousin Vicky say, um, you know, bite your tongue off, you know, if you have to bite, bite deep until you bite, <laughs> it, it's gonna save you a lot, so yeah, you just, uh, have to learn to just, we have to learn to control, we have self-control, God said, one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control, and we do have that, and we can use that. So we just want to encourage everybody to use that self-control that God has given you. Use it for his glory. Amen. All right, guys. So we're going to end this with saying um, we love you guys. And just uh, today, just start today. Just write down. Uh, the more you do it, the more you practice this, the more you'll see that it'll come to fruition, that you'll be able to do it. Because we can do it all through Christ who strengthens us. So, all right. All right. Sorry. All right, guys. Have a good day and God bless you. All right, guys. Have a good, awesome day. Love you.